to season two episode 13 of kicks at the castle podcast by three sneakerheads dedicated to that disney lifestyle as walt would say to all who listen to this happy podcast welcome my name is john i'll be your host and we are down a man herb is not present but i got my man matt here yo what's going on everyone and this week we are pleased to welcome the mayor of toontown mc mickey waffles aka chad what it do we got a great show planned for you this week uh, we're going to hit up a few news items. Uh, we've got our normal fit of the week. In World versus Land, we're going to be talking some vintage. We're going to catch up with our recent trips on property. Matt's filling in for Irv on the uh, plant-based option of the week. And then we are going to play some games with Chad before getting him known better. But uh, first, let's jump into pickups. I pick up. Chad, have you been doing any shopping? Uh, Actually, I have. Funny you say that. I actually have been buying sneakers lately. Lately. Nice. Lately. I was on a lull for a long time there, but I finally just got back into it. All right, so we got the Gel Kayano 14 Asics. I like those. Good colorway too. What is that like? Is that, like, uh, that like I think eight? those are the the style that Balenciaga. It's exactly like, uh, what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Uh, it's like a metallic silver with royal blue. Okay. Like cobalt blue and black. Super comfy. I mean, the Gel Kayano from Asics is just like my all-time favorite dad shoe. I've been rocking these for a year. I probably. Or for years, I mean, I've probably gone through maybe five pairs of these. Like, just like climbing up the ladder from like five to 14. <laughs> um, and the other one I got is the Hoka Anacapa. Oh, triple black. Yeah, it's like a triple black trail shoe. Super cushy sole, super comfortable. The only problem is their, their sizing is really, really off on these. Like, I went through three different pairs trying to find my size and I still haven't found it. This one fits half a size too big, and the one that's half a size smaller fits half a size too small. I don't yeah. know what the deal is. I think it's because they have this little okay. like extension here in the back, so they added like a little half inch, but they just I don't know, man. They can't get it right. But super good looking shoe, regardless. Sounds like the the New Balance Five Fifty. <laughs> Same problem with those. Yeah, uh, I've, yeah, I've been I've been wanting to get a pair, and I just keep hearing mixed. Mixed reviews on the sizing. Figure out the fucking shoes, man. Oh, am I size 14 or 12, bro? That's fucking two sizes different. So I'm not on quite Hoka? sure. No, on the New Balance. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one that I made did? Yes. That same yeah. model, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man, what they did for that brand over the last couple of years. I know. Well, I'm a man, or uh, Emily Andor, they're going to drop three more colorways coming up in a few months. They're doing like a, they're doing a mocha, a maroon. And what was the other color? Was it like olive? Yeah. Yeah. So they got three really cool colors coming out of it. So I'm comfort first out here. Disney for me is comfort first. Absolutely. Um, so it's pretty much just been all Hoka and all Asics at this point. Okay. Um, Asics. I like actually, it. not true. The uh, Park Mount Crocs <laughs> have been my number one lately. I like it. <laughs> Dude, I had to get them. This is the coolest print I've ever seen. They do on a pair of Crocs. Did you get the Spirit jersey? I get it. I think that sold out super quickly. I didn't even see it in the shops. Did you? Yeah, I did. It was, I, I wasn't a fan. I, I'm not a big fan of spirit jerseys. I've so never I'm owned one. I've never owned a spirit jersey. I, and, I, and I hate to be to buy that first one because I feel like it's like a slippery slope. Once you get one, then you're in. Yeah, you got to buy, like, you know, buy what you like, though. I feel like it would be cool if you styled it like over a hoodie or something and just like kept it low key. Maybe chop the sleeves off or something. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. Do something a little bit different, you know, customize a little bit. 
I like it. How about you, Matt? You, you pick anything up this week? You, you should go first. I should go? Oh, you got a lot. Okay, I'm actually anxious to ask Chad about this. So I picked up a small shop tea, and uh, I think about four and a half years ago, Chad had a design that was a take on Wu-Tang. And right. I was so disappointed I never got that. So the Man. failed Imagineers got the Walt Disney Wu-Tang. Epic. So I picked that up. Um, a good dude, failed Imagineer. Yeah, uh, he's got some nice stuff. I I would I had a hard time buying it just because I know why Chad doesn't have his anymore, <laughs> and I wanted to respect for that. But at the same time, I see people multiple small shops are doing it. I've seen the Wu Tang with Wakanda on it. I've seen I've seen it a bunch of times. Chad, what do you what do you think about people? I mean, I know I know you're you're doing it out of respect, not to have it, right? Yeah, I mean, if you can get away with it, I think it's an awesome thing. So I had the one who was the inverted Wu Tang W, and it said Mr. Toad. But as you guys both know. I got a personal, uh, I got a personal message from Mr. Method Man himself, basically. Yep, I remember that. C and D, so I had to shut it down real fast. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so to any of my friends that like do those designs, I shoot them a fair warning. I'm like, yo, all love, all respect. Just know you're walking a pretty tight rope here, so just you know, tread lightly. Yeah. What one of my guys was like, oh, that's a dope design. And I'm like, well, I would buy it as soon as you can because it not, might not be around long. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm gonna so, print out that uh, that C and D and frame it on my wall one of these days. C and D. Um, well, so failed Imagineer yeah. also put it out with the inverted W and did Mickey Mouse on it too. That's right. I saw him do that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so he doubled down on the design, but uh, I, we we all know Chad had it first. <laughs> failed Imagineer, yeah. and I like that guy a lot. We talk a lot. We're constantly yeah. showing each other designs and stuff, and he's we buy stuff from each other. He's good peeps. Nice. All right, so I got one more pickup. It is not in hand, and we never talk about things before they come because you know how tracking is. But I just got a, I got an email from UPS saying it's going to be here tomorrow, so I'm glad I'm going to have it for my trip. I spent the money, the 300 retail, and then got the the Yeezy Wave Runners. Wow! So the, the you did ones like the classic colorway that they just yes, dropped. The, class, the classic colorway, and uh, those are uh, those are going to be undies next week. Like so those. I'm 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 going to the comfort because I've heard I've heard nothing about how comfortable the 700. Went are. with the hype uh, Disney dad shoe. They nice. did. All right, Matt. The the runway is clear. What do you got? All right. So a couple of weeks ago, I entered an Instagram giveaway just because, and it was for uh, I guess like a like a bag and luggage company. It's called. It's from the Shrine um super huge fan of the products super hella good quality and um yeah basically i entered their giveaway for this backpack i was just like whatever for shits and gigs and yeah it's a collab with um upper playground and an artist uh samogram and yeah so basically it's a shoe backpack holds uh sneakers and then in the top here has some uh, compartments you can put like your laptop um up here i mean this is going to be like my new like park bag because like in here you can like stick like um like clothes or i'm probably gonna stick like my camera in here but also another pickup that i stuffed in here is the united ghost grays highs so shout out to ken super good quality i switched them out with the sail laces nice and my favorite part of this shoe is the sole like I don't know if you'd see the smiley it. face. Yeah, it's, uh, it's his mascot. I forgot his name. But, um, <laughs> That's it's, awesome. uh, it's a oh, globe, man. the smiley face, and then it says the United right there. Oh, Ken oh, killed it with those. Yeah. 
yeah these soles are i mean my favorite part of the shoe for sure how's that sizing run i'd say true to size does it, does it yeah. fit like a jordan one it does fit like a jordan one um these are an eight they're like a tad bit small but i can make it work what else did i get i got all, i got all my pickups in this bag um and shout out to griffin because you can see Supreme Bear Bay, Supreme Bear Bay box logo. Picked up from uh, Griffin um, last week. And here, as you can see, there is a shoe compartment. We can stick one pair of shoes in. Oh, and voila, Air Jordan 1 Low Chicago Golf. Um, hit for my man. Size 12? Size 12. <laughs> for the bird man i i did post in the group chat with uh you and Irv, but then i was like you know what i'm gonna surprise him on the show no so, way uh, yeah man these are for you. so yeah man these can fit a size 12 that is they can awesome. fit up to a size 14 in this Dude, compartment I'm, I'm so jacked right now <laughs> what a friend. yeah man john yeah, we, we gotta play some golf when you're down here <laughs> now, you know what? I'm not going to bring my clubs, but I'll be down to run a set. That's fine. Yeah, I'll bring mine. We can just share or whatever, too. Yep. At least just go hit the range. I wish you play around. We should play around. Why not? Play around or two. Yeah. I'm, I'm... Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, to Shrine or The Shrine. Um, they got some really dope bags. Not just this one. I mean, they got like luggages, um, like carry on bags that you can stick um, like three, four sneakers in. But yeah, shout out to uh, The Shrine. That's how you said it was a collab with Upper Playground too. Yep, that's super cool, man. That's uh like an OG San Francisco brand. I'm looking at it right now. Upper Playground, yep, San Francisco, California. Yeah, they're down there in Lower. Oh, the Eighth. shrine, super cool the shop. Shrine. Yeah, it says the shrine is um is designed in San Francisco too. Is that right? Yep. That's super cool, man. Yeah, they um Upper Playground always would collaborate with uh it's like really cool artists from all over and do some really cool limited drops. Good people over there. Nice. Huh? Well, that's it for pickups this week. Let's jump into some news items. Newsies. We got some newsies. Um, Matt, first on the list. Everybody's complaining about Jordan price increases. I mean, I, I don't know how they couldn't raise their prices. I mean, I, I don't know. Have you seen yeah. grocery and gas? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what people expect. Chad, you're a businessman. Has the cost of business gone up? absolutely has i mean i've raised my prices because the prices were raised on me right and not only that i think nike's getting a lot of backlash for this because their profitability is up like 125 percent over the year mm -hmm. um but the problem is look if everybody else is raising their prices and you don't and you're known as the elite sneaker company you start to lose that market appeal where you become a lesser priced item and you kind of no longer have that allure of being the elite sneaker company out there anymore so I think not only is it, yes, the supply chain has increased rapidly, but you also have to hold that market position and still compete with everybody else, just like Disney does it the same way in their parks, just like charging for parking now, just like charging for fast packs. You know, it's just like one of those things you got to keep up with the market. I think it's just a play on both of those ends. Is it cool? No, it sucks for everybody, but it's just the way it works, unfortunately. Well, I, I just like I said, I wasn't surprised. Um, it's. Like I said, I mean, Yeezys raised their prices. Uh, a 350 was 220 last year. Now they're 230. I mean, they raised the prices on the uh, what the the other. I think the Jordan threes are now 200 dollars instead of 190. So to see the Jordan ones go up 10 bucks, 
I mean, let's face it, that's the best deal in sneakers is getting a Jordan one at for 170. Yeah. It was one of the better, better deals anyway, especially with like a low is what 140 now. So it's yeah, like $30 difference between them. But uh, it's a lot. Anyway, it just seems it just seems crazy that everybody's complaining about it when like the price, like I said, the price is everything's just going up. It's it's kind of crazy times right now. Yeah, I think everyone just needs something to complain about. Yeah. So anyway, news for Black Friday, the annual Jordan 11 drop is the Midnight Navy. Everybody knows I don't really care for the Jordan 11. So uh, Matt, if you need me to go for one for you, I'll do it. But uh, uh, you know what? Like, okay, so I have the Bread 11s. I have the Concord 11s, both classic colorways, like staple when it comes to Jordan 11. But then really like when it comes out or when it comes down to like these new colorways, like I was like really thinking about it. I was like, I really don't like Jordan 11s. Like they're too shiny. They're not very comfortable. And that, yeah, like they're, they feel like cardboard when you're walking on them, to be honest. Um, I mean, it's a dope looking shoe, but it's just not really me. (laughs) I got to be honest. I love it. I'm a huge fan of that sneaker. I'm not like a Jordan guy really by any means. Like, you know, I had them when I was really, really young. I have one pair now, um, but I actually really do like that silhouette. I was looking at the picture, though. It looked like the outside of the shoe is like a crushed velvet, though. It used to be patent leather on the previous models, right? I'm sure they yeah. changed that up from model some. Model. I mean, they do have some, they do have some, uh, uh, I guess, colorways that that are um, suede. Or is that one suede? Is, yeah, it does look suede? like velvet. Yeah. Velvet or suede? I, well, I couldn't tell what it was. It looks more like velvet. It could be suede. But it doesn't look patent leather. Right. Like the Animal Instinct didn't have the patent leather. It had the, the animal print. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, I'm not mad at it, though. I mean, I'm not really like a navy blue shoe guy. Here I am with a pair of royal blue and silver shoes. But like navy blue is a little bit harder, too, I think. I don't know. I kind of stick to the blacks and the whites. But I'm not mad yeah. at it. I like the silhouette. I mean, I, I, I think it's a great sneaker. It's just not for me. I'm not a patent leather guy. Yeah. Just, yeah. just can't do it. It's not, awesome. not for me. All right, Matt, did you, uh, were you at the lineup for trophy room at the, at the grand opening of the new store? No, nah, man, I'm not, I'm not going to wait in line for a pair of sneakers that I know that I'm probably not going to get. Um, to be honest, I'm probably not going to set foot in that store unless like, I know I'm going to win a raffle or anything like that. Cause yeah, man, so I mean, before I did deal when it was at Disney Springs, was it a big deal? So, okay. So before they did online raffles, um, they did have raffles where anyone can can show up at like, I think it was at like, it was really early, like six or seven in the morning. Um, they give you a raffle ticket, they put in a bucket, and then they shake it around. And that's how you got your place in line. I did like when Trophy Room first opened, I did get, what did I get? I got the Trophy Room, or not the Trophy Room, the, uh, it was Jordan 8. I think it was champagne and championships and champagne or something like that. I forgot, but it was black and white pair. I got those. I got the flu game or flu game 12s. um, And I got some Jordan 11 lows too. I think I got the cherry lows and then I got the Navy gum lows. But I mean, just like how their system is now, it's just like, I don't think I ever seen anyone win. And it, I just feel like, yeah, they just backdoor like all their pairs. Um, they should be backdooring all the pairs to TDHB shop. But yeah, I don't know. It's I just feel like you got to know someone that works there for you to get a pair from from Trophy Room. That's a bold claim. You think they're not even giving them to the winners? 
You yeah, know I you never I've never seen like anything on like Instagram where it's where it's actually someone winning or getting like a winning email or a text or anything. Yeah. That sucks. That's a yeah. shame. Well, they got their own collaboration last year, and that was the big accusation is all these pairs started showing up in the back yeah. of bread trucks and stuff. And they, you know, they didn't, you know, they had an online raffle, but the mail, you had to email, you had to email in your entry and the mailbox was full. So you couldn't even yep. enter the raffle. That's wild. <laughs> this is Michael Jordan's son. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Jordan should be flying off the shelves in there. This should be <laughs> you think, there you think he's got enough money, he wouldn't need to backdoor his stuff. Honestly, I miss Trophy Room. I really enjoyed having Trophy Room at Disney Springs. Like, I I'm need not to. Really not gonna lie. Downtown to go to a Trophy Room and like buy a pair of Jordans or anything, but being able to just run down the street and grab a pair of like Mitchell Ness basketball shorts, or the fact that they had vape, the fact you can just buy vape at Disney yep. Springs is awesome. I've been a vape head since I was been like you know since I was like fourteen. I still love that brand and just being able to get it literally in Disney world is a really cool thing. So I do miss that aspect. And the, the people that worked there were really cool. Like I'm sure you knew all them, right? It's like those people are awesome yeah. that were there. They were always super friendly and they always remember my name, my face. And they're just, I liked the, the, the store, uh, the smell of the store. Yeah, it had like a, like a distinct smell. It did. It definitely did. It's crazy. Cause that was like the early days of Springs too, right? When they did the overhaul of, of downtown Disney. Yeah. Did it smell like Michael Jordan cologne? It smelled like Michael Jordan. <laughs> Honestly, it did smell like some type of cologne. Like, it well, remember like, Michael Jordan had his own cologne back in the nineties? I do. It was it had the like, basketball like engraved in the bottle, right? Was that I think, it? I think like the and it had like a silhouette of the bald head on the thing. Yeah, that that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Man, All right, Matt, you need to find you need to find a bottle and throw that on the YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got to see that. All right. I was uh I was rocking cool water and polo sport back then in those days. That's funny. No, no Dracar <laughs> Noir. <laughs> So, all right, man, next up, man, uh, talking about FedEx, man. So uh, there was a picture posted of somebody who got their Air Max by Concepts. They opened the box up. The box was legit. And there was a pair of triple black FedEx delivery man shoes in the box. Um, we've, we've, seen, we've seen this where packages are getting delivered open. And, you know, it's packages being Happened stolen. Happened to me. Are, are you guys changing your delivery preferences? Or are you just like rolling the dice with it? Or Okay, so I've gotten a pair delivered by FedEx, or maybe it was UPS. Um, but honestly, they're both doing the same thing. Like they're taking shoes, whatever. But a package was literally delivered to my door. It was the um, Air Jordan 1 Golf Triple Whites. And literally, the box was wide open, like literally in front of my door. I'm just like, are you serious? And then, um, I mean, the shoes were still in there, but literally like the tape, like you can just tell because the tape was like ripped off and then literally wide open box. So ever since then, um, I switched my delivery preferences to where, because you can, um, right when it's like on the way to you, you can change it to where you can uh, pick it up at FedEx. So if it's like FedEx or UPS, like I choose that option to pick it up. Okay. at the uh, if you have an account yeah. right like you can log into your account and change the yeah. preferences yep you can also do signature required so they have to literally physically hand you the box and have you sign for it really you can do that yeah signature required i thought that i thought you had to pay extra for that i'll look for it next time but yeah, yeah i, I think if you have an account they just add it to your like billing on your account with like ups or fedex and you uh, just like move the balance like you just have to pay that off eventually probably worth it yeah yeah i mean if you're paying you know 500 dollars for a pair of sneakers and you know yeah well <laughs> i mean fedex is 
FedEx is on the way home from work. So, I mean, if they deliver it to that FedEx, then I can just stop by right after work and pick it up. Well, and the thing is, so Nike quit using the just do it packing tape. Yeah. But now they're using the move to zero boxes, which are cheaper cardboard, and they just have the perforated tear strip. Yeah. It's like it's they're almost more identifiable and easier to get into than they were before. Um, yeah. I haven't bought a pair of Nikes online in a while. Last pair of Nikes I bought online, actually, these guys are here. Um, been playing a lot of pickleball lately, so I picked up the Agassiz. I'm Pickle Rick. Oh, where'd you find those? I don't even know, man. I think like I just Googled it in the first listing that came up, I bought it. These were probably two years ago, like when COVID first hit. Um, oh, those are the air tech challenges, right? Yeah, exactly. But like the newer model of them, right? it's a tennis shoe. It's, I got oh. it for pickleball and that's what I use them for. Oh, and they're great. Sweet. It's a really great sneaker. Those are I sweet. love Agassi. I got an Agassi picture up there. I can't see it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I'm bummed Irv's not here for this next topic. So, uh, so Contrary to popular belief, they actually gave out some awards at the Oscars over the weekend. And uh, <laughs> Encanto won, and uh, they did the first live performance of We Don't Talk About Bruno. We don't talk about Bruno. And it's been widely panned. Um, I sent Irv a text, and he said it was trash. So I <laughs> wanted to hear Irv talk about it today. I guess a lot of people had an issue with, who was it, uh, Megan the Stallion? Hey, I'm a kid, wanna hear Bruno. Did a freestyle verse and they took out one of the ones and so everybody was pissed off. So, do you guys see it? I didn't, I didn't even see it. No, uh, I did. I saw the performance. I actually watched it last night. Um, I don't know, man. I got to be honest. Pretty much any live performance at one of those award shows I find pretty cringy. They're just like it's not the platform for it. You know what I mean? It's not a concert. It's just like mm -hmm. this weird stage performance and the camera angles and the lighting are always weird. It's like watching a play being recorded like it never comes out good you know what i mean it's just not right. the place for it um so i find it very rare that those are actually enjoyable i haven't seen the movie so i can't compare the performance to the movie itself but i would agree with her that it was pretty pretty damn cringy but, uh, yeah I, I still haven't seen the movie either and uh anyway yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, move on like, i don't think we need to talk about will smith i think you guys need to watch the movie <laughs> not disney. i know you guys got disney plus i don't want to talk about will smith yeah i don't want to talk about <laughs> Everybody I'll else talk about Chris Rock. I love Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, he had a show last night. So I guess he's on tour. He's doing good. So good for him. Hope yeah. he makes a lot of money. Me too. So, uh, all right. MK Railroad. What What is up, guys? Because I've been out there three times, and I still haven't been able to ride that damn railroad. I did see that some progress is being made. Are they going to open it anytime soon? I think not until it doesn't look opens, probably. Yeah. Doesn't look like it's opening anytime soon. Um, last time I was on the People Mover was probably four days ago, riding by, and they have the walls up for what they're saying is the tunnel for the mm -hmm. railroad, um, which is great progress. But then it made me think if they're calling it a tunnel, I really hope it's not an actual tunnel with a roof. I think it would be really, really cool if they left it open top mm -hmm. and it's kind of like Westworld style where it's like this juxtaposition of Tomorrowland and the old time railroad. I just think that would be such a cool Magic Kingdom thing to have in the park but that said it doesn't look like it's opening anytime soon it's been what I, now like two and a half years i was gonna yeah. say so like you know i i we hit the railroad maybe not every time we go to disneyland but it, probably every other and my wife is like like she's been wanting to ride the railroad just to just to, to check it out and it's like like i said we we went in 2019 and it was closed and it's here we are in 22 and it's still closed yeah 
it was like as soon as I moved here, I think I've been here about four years now. Um, and right after I moved here, it closed. And that's like one of my favorite things in all of Disney World. I could ride that all day long. Yeah. It's come to a point where I'm literally just riding the riverboat just to feel something. It's, just like, <laughs> it's like a similar experience. You know, you kind of just go around slowly and like look at like all the little scenery that they've set up for you. I like hitting the Mark Twain. That's a good, it's a good, that's a good, that's time well spent, I think. Yeah, it's not called the Mark Twain over here. Uh, what's yours? Uh, what is it called, Matt? Dang, it's something riverboat. I think it's just the riverboat. Oh, and then you guys don't have the sailing ship either, do you? Because we have the sailing ship Columbia as well. We do not have that, no. That sounds awesome. I've never done that. Liberty Square Riverboat. Liberty Square Riverboat. There you go. I did do the train when I was in Disneyland last time. It was awesome. I like that. Uh, I like the dinosaur thing. The dinosaur land. Yeah. <laughs> <Back in laughs> it's, time. So cool. it's so weird. I don't understand it. I don't know why it's there, but I absolutely I love it. I, I feel like the, they must have developed those possibly for the World Fair and then wanted a place to put them. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, that, that I would, I'm guessing that's, it, feel, it yeah. feels like. It feels no, like I think, they, I think they said that in the, in the show. Is it like in the show? Literally transferred right? dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- oh, I think it was for the World Fair. <laughs> now I know. Yep. Yeah, I hope it comes back soon. I mean, Tron, I drove past it today on my way home from lunch, and there's like hordes of workers crossing the street leaving Tron. Um, so it looks like they're actively working on it all day, every day. Every time I come home, I have to pass the construction, point of this construction, and that lot is full, like almost every night with construction workers, because I, I know they got to come to the parks at night. So, I mean, they're actively working on it, but how fast? I don't think anybody knows. I'm hoping this fall, but I don't know. Time will tell. But anyway. Like I said, I'm just, it's something I mean, I'm looking weird. forward to. I, I I always associate the train with Disney. I, do, I just know Walt's passion for trains, and it feels like it's yeah. a, a real missing piece. It is. The sound of it and just, you know, seeing it go around. Yeah, it'll yep. be back. All right. Well, let's jump into fit of the week. Dripping is a nine-to-five job. You know, I'm a weatherman out here because it's 100% drip, 100% daily. Every week we pick a post where we were tagged or someone used the hashtag kicks at the castle. And this week it is Rubes showing off some of that OVO haul. And uh, she's got on her off-white Prestos in DCA. Definitely a dope fit. Um, thanks for thanks for tagging us. If you'd like to be featured, use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle or tag us in your Disney fit picks in park or not. And now it is time for Land versus World. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Each week, we pick a landmark or aspect from Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort and we decide which one had the better. And since we got the homie Chad on, I thought maybe we'd talk about some vintage. Chad, what is, what, who's got the better vintage haul? What, what's, what's uh, actually, there's a lot of ways to approach this, isn't there? Yeah, I was going to say, are we doing rides or clothes? Uh, I think clothes. I think my understanding of it was clothing, right? Yeah. You know, you got the better vintage clothing. This is a very polarizing topic here. They all are. Um, we did. Hey, we did all mansions all last week. So, you know, <laughs> Ooh, which one won? Disneyland. What was the general consent. It was Disneyland. Disneyland on a mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what was the poll results on that? Can I comment on that? Um, Can I comment? I'll pull it up. DLR or Disneyland got 62% and Disney World got 38%. Wow. Yep. Interesting. But, uh, I'd like to but, see uh, where your viewers are. I'd like to see some uh, demographics well, here. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about the uh, the topic. So let's talk about the vintage. So, <laughs> yeah. Chad, when you uh, let's start out with this. What what is in greater supply when you're when you're hunting vintage? What do you find more of? You find more Disneyland or Disney World? You find more Disney World, and that's and I'll tell you why. And it's also the reason that I think Disney World wins here overall on this topic. It's because of 
the quantity and variation. Disney World is just such a larger production. We have four theme parks, two water parks, uh, what are like 20 hotels or so. Uh, there's Disney Springs, all this stuff going on, golf courses. And then on top of that, with all these different properties, there's so much extinct stuff. So because there's all this IP that exists and once exists, that's now defunct, there's just so much more stuff to look for. I think that Disneyland, one of the really cool things about Disneyland is the preservation of a lot of the old school stuff. So it's all still there. So it's kind of harder to find some of the extinct stuff because there really just isn't that much extinct stuff over there. So I think for that reason alone, because there's so much variation of product from all these different properties in Disney World, I think that Disney World has to win, in my opinion, respectively. So I, I personally think it's more fun to shop for Disney World stuff than Disneyland, because like you said, there's so much more variety. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a few shirts that you see over and over again for Disneyland. Now, I will say my favorite piece I've gotten was my Grad Night 87 t-shirt, because I actually went to Grad Night in 87. So, so cool. You know, the Winnie the, the Pooh one? The Winnie the Pooh one. The odds of actually yeah. finding that and in my size, you know, awesome. to an event that I went to. You know, that's the thing is I like the stuff with the dates on it too. I mean, any, anything with yep. a date on it. Big fan of that. I'm really yeah. into, um, I like the cast member stuff a lot, like the opening team stuff, things that were just like never like for sale for the public and that you know that they only made like a really small amount of. Right. Um, I think it's really cool to get your hands on that kind of stuff. And of course, like the defunct stuff, like basically, you know, I like Disney because I like the nostalgia. I grew up with it. Um, so if I can find anything that I really enjoyed as a kid, then uh, I'm into it. I'm looking for it. Like Alien Encounter, for example. Right. Yep. Actually, you guys want to see something really cool speaking of Alien Encounter? Yeah. 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 Hold on. Just one second. An actual seat. What the? From Alien Encounter. No. This came from <laughs> the attraction. How ridiculous is this thing? This you monster. should make that into a chair. I am. So that's my summer project. This is seat B14. No way. <laughs> Literally from Alien Encounter. That is so great. That is so great. How does it smell? (laughs) Out of this world. Smell the the fog. How many many asses have been in that chair? (laughs) Oh, man. So many asses. So many Disney turkey leg asses. (laughs) But yeah, I got to turn that thing into some sort of uh, like office chair, desk chair, even just a chair for out here. I don't know. Yeah. But very lucky to have that. Well, Matt, Matt, what do you think about the, the vintage? Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree. Like when it comes to like variety, yeah, Disney World for sure. But w- when it comes to like rareness, Disneyland. Because I mean, yeah, there's not that much. Um, they still have like extinct stuff. But yeah, like when it comes to like, okay, so for example, like when I'm I- I'm going to Disneyland soon. So like I I was looking for like Disneyland um like vintage tees, and there's not that much, and but the stuff that they do have like star tours phantasmic pirates any of the mountain shirts like all that stuff is like all the stuff that's like super hyped and it's like over like 200 dollars. and i was like i'm not gonna pay 200 dollars for a freaking t-shirt i mean i might bite the bullet but what's but what's when it your, comes what, what when is your limit compared, what's your limit on a vintage team what do, so what do you spend? i would say in like the 60 ish area like I'll probably pay 70, but anything more than that, like anything more than 75, I'll, I'll probably pass. I was going to say um, 65. Like if it's 65 or less, I'll go for it. If it's a little bit more, I gotta, yeah. like it has yeah. to be something that I really, really want. Like I'm, I'm, 
I'm trying to complete like the triple mountain challenge or triple mountain, I guess, set like splash mountain. I have splash mountain. I have space mountain. I just need a big thunder. Um, oh, I have Everest too. Oh, I guess I need Matterhorn as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just, yeah, I just, just need, to go there. I just need big thunder and I need Matterhorn. That's all I need. I don't know if um, I've ever seen Matterhorn. Like merch. Oh no, there, there's a Matterhorn tee. But that one's like a hundred dollars too. I typically don't like to spend like over fifty or sixty on like a vintage t-shirt. I mean, there's definitely a bunch that I've spent like a hundred on just because like it's the only one I've ever seen. Had to have it. I think the most expensive vintage I bought was like three hundred for like a massive attack t-shirt like a couple months ago. But when it comes to Disney stuff, uh, I'd say like yeah, I'd say around that range is probably like where I'm comfortable spending it. Unless again, you know, unless it's something I know I'll never see again. It's something that I have to have from my childhood. Um, I've recently been trying to collect every single uh Pleasure Island attraction that ever existed. Oh. <laughs> so like one thing from like every place, like every club, every restaurant, you know, every whatever, every bar. And I just keep finding things that I've never even heard of. Like I found one last week I did this big trade with my buddy downtown and I got the shirt from a nightclub called Toppers. I've never even heard of toppers, but oh. <laughs> and now I have the shirt from it. So now it's like, wow, how much, how much other stuff is going to keep like, you know, revealing itself to me as yeah. I go. It's just a rabbit hole that I'll never end. Yeah. You know, the one thing I've been looking for is I've been looking for a video off a videoopolis t-shirt because I actually oh, went yeah, to that club. I have one for you. Oh, you, you got one? It's, it's Disney world though. Okay. Are you okay with that? That's close enough. <laughs> yeah. I, I was lucky enough to get two of them at the same time. Dead stock, brand new, never been worn. So my wife and I, we used to go to Disneyland on Fridays because they they sold to like after six tickets. So we would drive up from San Diego. We'd go hit the club at, at Videopolis on a Friday night and then stay the night and then go to the park the next day. So it's something I actually did, you know, back in the day. So what is it? That's awesome. Is this Video, a club? They, so they had a dance club. There's actually a um, defunct land episode on the, the right. dance club. It got wild over there, right? Like, didn't they start to be like gang fights and like? Um, that was the Knott's Berry Farm one because they had a club okay. at Knott's Berry Farm, but they did have some fights at Disneyland. And they ended up shutting it down, but uh, it was open for a few years. And uh, like I said I, I went. I went as a. I, mean, I, I guess I, I don't even know if I'd have been 21 at the time. So it was, you know, there's a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot that was going on. There's like something about like. Uh, like no like same sex close dancing did yes. put out this like whole release yep really wild yeah it's it's actually an interesting defunct land if anybody and i think it's pretty short i think it's like 35 40 minutes yeah but extremely topical honestly like mad props to that guy it's one of the best youtubes out right now yeah oh man did you see the one on the the cues chad the ride the ride cues i did that I is did. like i've, I've probably watched that five times Okay, so he actually sells shirts, Shapeland shirts, and they've been sold out for like a month. I keep checking his site for them to restock the, um, what was it? It's like a cute place to make memories and it's got the triangle. Oh my God, that's <laughs> so good. That guy's a genius, man. He, the, just the quality of his videos are so good. The production value, the editing, Yeah, he's on it. Yeah, he's amazing. So. Man. Anyway, All right, so we're gonna, we're gonna give this round to uh, Disney World. So now let's catch right. up with our... We'll catch up with our recent trips on property with trips and drips. Chad, man, you've been in the parks lately? What have you been up to? Been in the parks every single day for years, my friend, years. So I just actually had a buddy in town from New York, my oldest friend, my homie, David. We've been like really close in second grade. He tries to book a trip here like every year and uh, take him on all the new stuff. So Tuesday we went to 
we went to Hollywood Studios. He had never done Rise before, and he has never done Runaway Railway before. So we went on those. And then yesterday, we went to Epcot. Uh, super fun times. Ate a bunch of park food yesterday. We ate, uh, what did we eat? Oh my God. We tried. So it's Flower Garden Festival right now, as I'm sure you both know. Have you guys been yet? Matt, I'm sure you have. I have not been yet, but I'm excited to go. Yeah. So yesterday we did, um, what did we get? We got the beef medallions, I believe, in Canada. Uh, pretty good. We got the chicken yakitori in Japan, which is actually really fire. I think that's one of the better things this year. We got the gumbo in America, uh, which is pretty good. They have like little Tabasco bottles, like those adorable little tiny ones on the side if you're asking for them. So it's fun. Is it spicy without the Tabasco? It's not spicy without it. So if you do like spice, like I do, I like things literally as hot as humanly possible. Like <laughs> if I'm going to get wings and like the scale is one to 10, I'm going for 11. The gumbo is really good. Good portion. We got the bison ribeye. That's like over near between like creations and test track over there, that little area. Oh, that's the that's the area that it did not go to. So it's I good, love or bison too. The bison is fire. Um, and then also in that area they have uh, the avocado toast, which somehow Disney does really really well every single time they do it. Um, but not on the festival menu. My like number one secret dish in all of Epcot. Keep it on the hush. It's the kids salmon at Sunshine Seasons. Literally the greatest thing in all of Epcot, bro. It's like $7. You get like a little salmon filet and then like any two sides you want. It comes with chocolate milk or water or chocolate milk every time. I'm telling you, it's like the best snack. At $7.50, you, you literally can't beat it. And they're like all good with you ordering it if you're a doll. They don't care. Dang. I'm to have to I don't think them. I ever had a problem ordering a kid's meal as an adult. No, I didn't they don't care. My wife they're orders kids meals me. almost all the time. It's almost they're expensive. great, man. Like, I don't want like a whole salmon dinner for lunch. You know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. need this whole thing. Well, we went to La Cellier and I got an adult steak. My wife ordered the kid's steak and it was fantastic. Just a smaller cut. Yeah, it's just a smaller portion. Dude, yeah, the park's been crazy crowded lately. It's been a, it's been wild. Oh, it's been great, that, so it's have nuts. you, have you spent the money for Genie Plus? How do you, have you experienced that? I have. Yeah. I do it often, like not often, often, but if I have friends in town or if I'm doing a park day, like during the day, um, mm -hmm. then I will do that. I'm super selective where I do it and how I do it. I would never do it for Epcot. I would never do it for animal kingdom, but I will do it for the magic kingdom and I will do it for studios. Okay. Um, Did I you see the new disclaimer they added to it? What's that? It says something like to the effect of the average guest will get to experience two or three lightning lanes per day that's 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 absurd that's i, I think so that they're saying that that's i don't know i guess like after research like that's the estimated how much you can get per day but i i used it when i was there in december and i think i got i did magic kingdom i used it and i got like eight rides that's yeah. what i'm saying also it's spring break man it's been it's been crazy crazy crowded so that might just yeah. be like for right now um, people are having a hard time. I'm hoping that what that doesn't mean is that they're going to start doing, I hope that what it doesn't mean is that they're going to start doing a la carte options for every ride where you can pay for the 15 bucks and have like X amount, you know, available to you at your disposal. But if right. you miss it, you could still pay to get on one, which actually isn't a terrible idea. It's not. But I just hate moving towards this pay to play direction with Disney that, you know, you know, yeah. he whose name is not mentioned is leading right. us towards. Because we did already pay to get in the park. Yeah. yeah. And if you're from out of town, you probably paid to park there also. Mm -hmm. And you paid to park at your hotel and you paid to get there. And you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just a lot of money grabs going on over there. It's adds up. It all adds up. It's a little disheartening. Yeah. Um, 
But in the end of the day, you know, it is what you make it. It's more about the people that you're there with and what your general attitude is towards it and the memories that you make. As corny as that sounds, it really is. Like, I've been to the parks with family and friends where we've got on maybe one ride, and they've been, like, some of the best trips I've ever been on. It's just yeah. – you just got to take it as it comes, enjoy your time there, eat some good snacks, get on what you can, and just, you know, be yeah, young. you're right. I, I don't judge my park day on how many rides I got on. I, I, I don't right. ever do that. Yep. Exactly. And I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people have the rushy, rushy mentality and they're freaking out if they don't get on. It's a small world and, you know, each his own. All right, but Matt, Matt how about you? Yeah. Matt, you get on property this week? Uh, yeah. So it was actually last week, but because um, we recorded the Early. day before. But um, on Friday, I mentioned that I was having a, a solo day. I started off at Pop Century because um, I had to record a reel there. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that. And then after that, I ate I ate at Pop Century. I got the chicken parm, which was eh. The, the chicken was really good, but the pasta was eh. Um, and then I also got the tie-dye cheesecake. I thought it would be kind of funny to eat it or kind of cool to eat it for good luck because the day – or the next day was when the, the far outs dropped. I guess it didn't work by eating it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get it. Took an L. But that was okay, too. Um, I thought it would have been better if it was, like, an actual cake and not cheesecake. But, yeah, I should have eaten at Hollywood Studios, which is where I went to next. Um, but I was just so hungry. I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to eat here. Um, but yeah, so I walked over to Skyliner, took Skyliner over to uh, Hollywood Studios, and man, it was freaking busy. It is definitely still spring break. Um, literally, like every single line was like over an hour. What was it? I w- first I walked over to Tower of Terror. That was a hundred or two hours, and then Bro, I went to all day, every day. Towers over two hours. Like, yeah, never close. And then I was just like, okay, well, I guess I'll try single rider at Rockin. They closed the single rider when I got there. I was like, what the heck? So I was just like, all right, I'm just going to walk around and see what happens. So I walked over to um, Toy Story. I went on Midway Mania, and that was only like 10 minutes. That was literally a walk on. And then after that, I just walked through Batu. I knew their lines were super long, so I didn't go on anything there. I just wanted to, to walk through because I haven't been there in a while. And then after that, I literally got some popcorn and I watched the, the nighttime show. And then that was it. Solid. <laughs> my friend was working at, um, I think, I forgot what it's called, Mickey's Boutique or that first shop. As soon as you get in. Yeah, I know no, the one across from it. Okay. Keystone? Was it? Is it Keystone Clothiers? Yeah, that one, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, my buddy's working there. Um, That's cool. You guys are there. Uh, He's one of the leaders over there. Uh, shout out to Barney. Good catching <laughs> up with him. And, uh, but yeah, and that was it. I took the Skyliner back to Pop Century. Um, oh, I did stop at the shop there because um, I wanted to get these toffee pretzels, which I have not found anywhere else except for Vieiro Beach. Those toffee pretzels are freaking fire. But they didn't have them there, so I had to settle with the, uh, the coconut patties, the chocolate uh, Mickey-shaped coconut patties which are fire too. Yeah. If you guys haven't tried those, those are really good. Um, but yeah. And then after that, I dipped out and went home. Nice. That's pretty solid. Dude, we were on a, <laughs> I totally forgot about this. We were on rock and roller coaster the other day and my buddy had not been on that either before. For some reason, he's just like always missed it every trip. 
And he's like, what do I do? Do I wear my hat? Do I not wear my hat? I'm like, no, just put it backwards. You'll be fine. And like, obviously we took the front row. As soon as we hit the launch, dude lost his lid, flew back, knocked the kid behind us in the face. And the ride picture <laughs> is him literally like, like freaking out. Like he's about to lose his hat. Yeah, it's pure gold. And then he left, and then he left his AirPods on Space Mountain. And I guess you can track them. I don't have AirPods, but they okay. like fell out of his pocket. And he was tracking them, and he was literally just watching them like ride Space Mountain all day long. <laughs> they just like sat in the car the entire time. So finally, we went back there. They found his AirPods, but they still haven't found his hat, sadly. That's hilarious. Casual. Well, yeah, but El Doggy lost his hat on Splash Mountain. Never got it back. Oh, man, that's that's rough. I lost mine on uh, Incredicoaster. Oh, no, it was uh, California Screaming back then. California Still Screaming. never been on it. The good old days. Well, so I made it up, uh, went to Disneyland. Um, what's Sunday? No, I went Saturday. I was out of town all week. Got it, Got in town. Hit Disneyland late, as always. I don't know why. We always try to go early, and it never happens. Um, got there at like 11.30, and... I opted to buy Genie Plus for the first time at Disneyland. I have never purchased it. We pay an extra five bucks for that privilege at Disneyland. So it's they get they get you for 20. And I could tell you that starting at 1130, we got we got lighting lanes for Buzz, Mansion, Big Thunder, Indiana Jones, Midway Mania, Guard, Guardians, Monsters. And I also pulled one for Matterhorn, but it was for like 705 and we ended up leaving at seven. So I got I think I got my money's worth off of that thing. That's legit. do you guys have individual lightning lane? We do. The individual lightning lane is for Radiator Springs, Racers, and Web Slingers, Rise, Rise, and I believe Space Mountain. I'm not sure if they took that off yet or not. I, I, I thought they might take it off since I think they took yours off. How do you like it compared to Max Pass? I don't. I love Max Pass. Max Pass was the best. <laughs> um, Max Pass was awesome. I really like it. Max that Pass up. was awesome. Well, the Honestly, fact that Max I could... Pass was, yeah, it was so much better than the Fast Pass system that we had here. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that I could add a hundred bucks to my annual pass and have photo pass, you know, for the yeah. year was also nice. So it, we have it, that here. yeah, I know. I, um, I, I have it on my pass for Disney world. So yeah. But, uh, anyway, so I think I was telling you guys, I wore all purple cause I was going to take my new figment button bucket and I left <laughs> yeah. the figment button. It sat right there when I went to the park. So the fit, the fit didn't work out. Well, it worked. The fit worked Congrats out. You. I just didn't have the buck. I didn't get the picture with Figment though. Um, How are the crowds over there right now? Is it like really spring breaky or? It, it is. And that was, that was one of the reasons, you know, it's like, you know, I, I always feel like, oh, if it's a half hour, I'll wait. If it's a half hour, I'll wait. Dude, I felt so bougie rolling up. I mean, like walking on Haunted Mansion, walking on Buzz. I'm like, Rolling you know, this was, back. this was only, this was only 40 bucks, man. You know, I might do that more often. It, it was nice not waiting in line, man. I just wish you could repeat, like, you know, what if you bought it and it was good for 12 and you, you know, cause like I want it. So buzz, I, I've had a nice string of probably a dozen times going and getting Galactic Hero. I got 998,300. <laughs> Dang. 1700 away and i would have like i would have instantly gone back again my gun so like i don't know how yours work chad when you're when you're on the target it lights up it tells you it gives you the feedback that you're hitting the target yeah and the light on the back of my blaster wasn't working so i was having to kind of look at see if the, is the score going am i on it or not so uh, i mean it's, it's, a, it's a poor musician that blames his instrument you know at the end of the day it's on me <laughs> Yeah. Well, the gun the doesn't light up, but it does give us a noise, like a. Oh yeah, no, like hit a target. So yeah, because so you're, you're right. around, you can. It's got a light on the back, and it'll light up if you're hitting target. So you'll know that you're on it. Um, you don't yeah, have to look and see like, if it's going. 
you can see like in your peripheral, like you can see the numbers jumping too. Yeah. That's all. That's all yeah. we got. Now. Okay. So um, anyway, anyway, missed it by seventeen hundred. I was kind of bummed, but uh, you know, it, it happens sometimes. You can't. You can't always save the galaxy. Yeah, I've never done that one over there. Yeah. Oh, it's it, it's a different thing. It's a it's a, it's a totally different thing. You're gonna I, catch I, it. I am a coast to coast galactic hero. I have I've had I've done it at your park a couple times. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're a galactic hero in my books bird man oh, I, I appreciate it so uh <laughs> we uh we did hit some food um what did we do uh you know we had lunch at galactic grill which i don't do that much been uh i've been kind of putting on the pounds so i hit the uh, i hit the chopped salad at, at uh, the galactic grill which is actually a pretty good option um it's got some chicken in there so it's actually a decent portion but to balance that off we went over to the food and wine over at dca and i got the ipa sausage dog and what i'll say about it is that it's got like a um pretzel roll it's got uh, an onion pepper i don't know it's got some stuff and it's got malted vinegar jalapeno crunches on it and i think my biggest complaint was that they split the sausage in half and it throws off the bun to meat ratio got a big old pretzel bun but i only got half the meat they like butterfly it yeah. Can you ask them not to do that? Well, no, they took they took the other half and put it on somebody else's. So I got half a sausage. Wait, you only get half of it? You only get half the sausage. Yeah, they, they butterfly oh, the sausage. That's so weird. And put a half a sausage on a big pretzel bun. I Next time you should probably be like, yeah, can I get one? But just don't cut it in half. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I mean, they have to cut it. So. Well, no, like I said, they split it and then they'll put that. That way they can do more sausages will cover more people's food orders. True. Man, not to take away from that topic, but have you noticed that they actually have been decreasing the portion sizes? Well, didn't they say they were going to that they were? Yeah, the and were like it didn't occur to me that like I'd actually start noticing it, but I have been noticing it. it there's like noticeable differences. You yeah. know, if you order the same thing enough times, you start to notice that like, oh yeah, wow, that's like half the amount that they used to give you. Right. I never really noticed that. Um, I noticed it for the first you time. You noticed it for the the, the the kids' salmon. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> the first time at Pizza Rizzo, like you know, you get like a little cup of like Caesar salad on the side. Yeah. And it literally used to be like overflowing with Caesar salad, like yeah. falling onto your tray, and I was literally just half the cup. But, anyway, yeah. the other thing, the, so the sausage dog was good. It it was just ice cold. Like it didn't it didn't even melt the cheese. Like it had like a like a craft single piece of cheese inside of it. It didn't even melt it. So I was I, I'm I'm probably gonna try it again just because it looked really good and I was I was a little disappointed. Um, I did get a regulator. So it was, it was a, it was an official day in the park. The regulator. So the regulator. Oh, you don't know what a regulator is? The regulator no. is. John, what's up? <laughs> the, that is my favorite drink in the parks. It's at Avengers okay. Campus uh, at the Pim Tasting Lab. And it is a mango cart IPA with a shot of Patron. And it's got mango boba balls. Wow. <laughs> That's decadent. It is so good. It is so good. You know what? I love that. I haven't drank in like two years, but. I might just go over there and have a sip just for you. You need to do it, man. Stir it up, though. If I you don't stir it, it's kind of nasty. You got to get the whole flavor thing going. So I don't know why they don't stir it for you. Anyway, John, so I'm actually coming out that way. When are you coming out? Uh, end of April. End of April. So like three and a half weeks-ish. Okay. Like last weekend or last week of April, I'll be out there. Okay. I'll have we'll to look at some. And we'll try that sausage again. There we go. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'll have to get a reservation. That's so. That's the other thing is our our reservation system is so jacked up for the Magic Key. Yeah. Like if you look at it right now, basically, like I've got the unlimited pass, and like if I didn't already have reservations, basically the weekends are gone. That's crazy. What about day tickets? Well, like today's booked. You couldn't. I was looking. Uh, I was looking at today and tomorrow um, because they dropped the coach stuff in parks, and my wife was interested in one of the purchases. So I was looking to see if I could get a reservation. 
And like today was full. There was something available for tomorrow. And I was just like, that's, you know, I'll wait. I'll wait. I don't, I think that that stuff Do day is. Tickets have the same issue? What's that? Do you know if day tickets have the same issue or is it just an annual fast thing? I've heard that it's some of the day tickets. You should, uh, if you're coming out, you should look and see what the availability is. I should probably get on that really soon then. Yeah, you, I would take a look. Because I know my daughter wanted to come up with us one day and it was like park hoppers weren't available. Like she could get one park, but not the other and no hopper, you know. So it's, yeah. it has been, it's been iffy. Um, huh. Okay. That's so yeah, there's, it's, it's a, it's a thing out here. Yeah. So that's a bummer. Yeah. Anyway. All right, man. And so it is time for Irv's plant-based option of the week. Cheese. I can't say cheese. I'm vegan. Oh, I'm sorry. Lettuce. Lettuce. Um, Herb is not here. I know Matt is an honorary plant-based food eater. <laughs> so, all right. Plant-based option of the week. I don't have any in-park uh, food <laughs> options, but I did get uh, the Impossible Meatballs. You can actually buy them at your grocery store oh. now. Um, and, but yeah, I had them. I made some spaghetti a few days ago. How was it? And they were actually pretty damn bomb. Like I couldn't even tell that it was plant-based. Wow. So you must have cooked them better than they do at Docking Bay 7 and Batu because those were nasty. Those, (laughs) those are, I mean, those are really moist. And uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. But yeah, these these meatballs are actually like I I was surprised how good they were. But yeah, if you guys are interested in some plant-based meatballs, go to your grocery store, get some impossible meatballs. The impossible chicken nuggets are actually pretty good too. They have those at uh, Trader Joe's. Chad, are you a plant-based guy? I try to go plant-based about three days a week. I try to limit primarily my red meat consumption throughout the week. I'm trying to eat less and less of that every day. Um, I stick to mostly fish as much as I can um, and like a fair amount of poultry. Red meat, I'm really trying to limit. um, But, you know, I can't turn down like a good burger i'm like hot dogs are like my guilty pleasure you know like i just like love hot dogs that was my favorite food as a kid so every once in a while i gotta get the chili cheese foot long but um i try to do plant-based at least every day for lunch um okay. i try not to eat meat at lunch um you know it's uh i try to it's for me it's like all about being like a lifestyle not just like making it like a task like oh don't eat that it's just like oh this is really good let's have that you know what i mean okay. does that make sense no it does it does yeah I'm just, I'm just, uh, I, I, can't, I can't get my mindset. <laughs> I can't get my mindset for that stuff. No, that's what I'm saying. It's uh, like, it can't, you can't tell yourself that that's what you're doing. You just have to like talk yourself into like wanting that option. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, instead of saying, no, I can't eat John that. And not tell him. <laughs> instead of saying like, no, I can't eat that. It's like, Ooh, that one sounds really good. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think, yeah. what, what was the one Irv was telling me about last week? The Korean ribs? Oh, the Korean short rib. Yeah, Korean short ribs at Epcot. I'm going to try that. Plant-based? Yeah. You know, I actually haven't had any of the plant-based options this festival. Oh, you know what? I've had the the avocado toast. That's really good. I think that's an awesome option. Nice. That's the only other plant-based thing I've had this festival. All right. Well, now it's time. we got, we got another one of Irv's segments that I'm going to jump in for him. We've got some Disney or Datney. Chad, are you ready for uh you ready for this? Bro, I'm the king of Disney or Datney. I know you are. I think we need a proper introduction. 
for those <laughs> yeah. who don't know chad he does disney or datney on his on his instagram i mean that that's where we got it from so all credit goes to him uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you're the only person that i'd allow the only people i'd, I'd put it on so. <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go ready. with Ir- irv's number one that he always goes with is disneyland or disney world I, you know, I got to tell you for the same reason that I gave you for vintage, I got to go with Disney World. Just the the variety and the sheer scale of the production here in Disney World, the like golf courses and, you know, water parks and all these hotels, so many restaurants, four parks. I got to go with Disney World. And I grew up here. So it's like, that's, it's Disney World for me. But no disrespect to Disneyland. Absolutely love that place. All right. There's no, no, Chad doesn't like Walt. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh rope drop or fireworks fireworks for sure i'm a, I'm a nighttime parks guy i show up i'm seven o'clock or later every day okay all right uh wu-tang or beastie boys oh come on what <laughs> oh god this is the toughest one for me i mean i have a wu-tang tattoo <laughs> um wu-tang 36 chambers is the first cd i ever got as a kid uh but beastie boys man Ah, damn. <laughs> this is so hard. I, 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 I hit him where it hurts. I know I did. You really hit me where it hurts. Uh, man, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'm not 100% on board with the direction that they took the branding of Wu-Tang in the later years here. I think that they've done way too much with it. Let it lie. Let Wu Tang be the legacy that it is. So for that reason, I'm gonna got. I gotta go with Beastie Boys. Rest in peace, MCA. Yeah, that's right. All right, uh, show or parade? Show for sure. All right, churro or popcorn? Churro or popcorn? Yeah, popcorn. Another Disney World response. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, the churros in Disney World suck. They do. Uh, <laughs> And I'm just more of a savory guy than a sweet guy overall. So I tell you what, I, get, I, I probably get popcorn more now than I do churros too. Yeah. I, I don't get either of them too much, but like that popcorn smell, dude, like that lures me in. It does. It does. All right. How about a character meat or a character dining? I'm not a huge character guy in the park. So for that reason, I'll probably go with character dining just because it's like an added value to the experience it's not the entire experience you're still eating having fun with the people um you know i'm not really want to like go up and like talk to the characters and be like hey man what's going on and you know got it all right uh vint uh about a vintage disney tea or a vintage boxing tea oh god oh it depends on what it is uh i have more vintage disney teas and I think I actively look for vintage tea, vintage Disney these days. I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go with Disney. Uh, because they're more fun. the The boxing graphics are usually pretty, like one guy up against another guy, and it's you know, it's oh, fun to true. find. What's that? I said, yeah, that's true because they're kind of they're. You kind of seen one, you seen them all. It's the same thing, just different pictures. That's exactly it. Like you can have so many. I mean, I probably have like thirty of them in my closet, but like they're all pretty much the same layout. It's like one guy and another guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I do wear boxing tees more than Disney tees though. I will say that. 
but I have more fun collecting the, the Disney ones. Gotcha. All right. Uh, heroes or villains? I like the villains. villains. Okay. Wow. I like I'm the actually villains. surprised. I'm surprised. Really? I am. Um, how about uh, how about geodesic sphere or the tree of life? <laughs> I gotta go with the geodesic sphere. All right. Last one. Uh, Dole Whip or Mickey Pretzel? There's nothing more satisfying than a Dole Whip on a hot day. That's it. It's, you know, the Mickey Pretzel, it's great. Looks like Mickey, tastes like a pretzel. There's nothing like a Dole Whip. All right. I love it. I love it. Excellent. All right. You survived. But now it's time (laughs) for the Disney Hype Trivia. Man, all right, sir. Also, Chad, he does some uh, trivia on on his Instagram, on his Instagram stories. Um, so we're not we're not going easy here. So all right, these are all these are all Disney trivia. Nothing like vintage or anything like or like music or anything like that. It's just all Disney. But all right, are you ready? Parks, movies, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Okay. All right, I'm ready. All right. Question number one. How many digits are on the back of a magic band or card required to link to your My Disney Experience account? 12. That is correct. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that is correct. Um, all right. Question number two. Which Disney princess has a tattoo? Moana. No. Is it Moana? Nope. Who is it? Pocahontas. Oh, you're right. It's the armband. Yep. Man. All right. Question number three. Walt Disney World is said to be about the size of which city in the U.S.? San Francisco. That is correct. Uh, San Francisco (laughs) is 46 square miles, and Walt Disney World is 43. Okay. Question number four, including COVID, how many times has Walt Disney World closed to the public? Twice. No. Is it once? It is. Really? It is eight times. Really? (laughs) Really? Yep. Eight times. So it is Hurricane Floyd in September 1999, uh, 9-11, Hurricane Charlie which is 2004, Hurricane Francis, September 2004, Hurricane Gian, 2004, um, Hurricane Matthew, 2016, Hurricane Irma in 2017, and then 2020. Crazy. I feel like yep. Disneyland's less than that, isn't it? Just like, wasn't it when Kennedy was assassinated and then 9-11? Was that it? Is that it for Disneyland? Oh, I know about Disneyland. <laughs> 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 Maybe that should be a, a trivia question. I'll look that up. All right. Eight question times. number five. How many animal carvings are on the tree of life? Is it A, oh, 325, B, 425, or C, 525? I'm going to go with A, 325. That's correct. I shouldn't have given you multiple choice. <laughs> 
All right. I knew question. it was the three range. I just didn't know the exact number. So I'm glad you did. All right. Uh, question number six. Disney Springs is along which body of water? Disney Springs. Man, what is that called? Is it like the Sasagula River or something like that? That is correct. Oh, Dang, that is correct. Dang, I didn't think you were gonna get that one. Oh, <laughs> man. And last question: Spell supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> Shit, both, I guess. <laughs> All right, S U P E R uh, C A L I F R A G I L I S T I C E X P I A L I D O C I O U S. Damn. That, hey! that's right. <laughs> okay. You know, you know Can he you made do a word on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I can't say it backwards. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty impressive. Oh, that's, yeah. Thank that's you. Pretty impressive. Thank you. How'd I do? And that's it. Thanks for playing the Disney Hype Trivia. Dang. What's my score? You only got two wrong out of seven. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's a strong What's suit. Score? What's the highest score on here? Has anyone gotten them all right? Oh, I, I don't know. I haven't kept record. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> all right. I can live with that. All right. So now it's time to, time to get to know Chad. Chad. I know, I know your Disney background. I want you, why don't you just give us a quick rundown of where the passion for Disney came from? Yeah, for sure. Um, I grew up in South Florida. I was born a long time ago. Not as long as you, but <laughs> quite some time ago. And, you know, we just, we just loved Disney growing up. My family and I, we were about three hours south uh, in like the Fort Lauderdale area. And we would come up pretty much every three months. We would come up like at least three or four times a year. And that's all it was, you know, nothing else. And we just really, really, really had amazing times together. Like we were talking about earlier, just built these memories together, being with my family here. And to be honest, I think that could have been anywhere. And I would have loved that place the same, but there's something special about Disney that keeps you coming back. You know, that love just keeps on growing and growing and growing. You find new ways to appreciate it. Um, and here I am, you know, decades later, still loving it. It's, I don't know what to say. It's just a, it's a, magical freaking place it's <laughs> it's got everything um yeah whether it's you know the vintage i started collecting the vintage when i was like 13 for disney and it's just oh, really? you know it's just like i just keep finding reasons to love disney more and more and more we all know that's getting a little bit harder to do these days with what's going on up top but you know like we were talking about if you still find the right reasons it's still a super magical place and it always will be um it's, so it's just been a special place to me with special people in my life ever since i was born nice so how, how did you develop your street style? I know you, you've got a pretty distinct style. Um, where, where, yeah. where, did, where did that form? Um, you know, it's just when you grow up back in the day uh, before the Internet, before social media, your style was defined by one uh, like counterculture, right? Like you were grungy, you were a baser, you were goth, you were this, you were that. And you really only saw like what you saw on TV or like in the magazines that you were reading. So like, I think styles were way more animated back there. You know what I mean? Like you fit into one defined category, but I never really fit into one defined category. Um, I grew up skating my whole life and listening to a ton of hip hop 
but you know, also like listen to a ton of grunge and that kind of stuff. Um, so I think my style has kind of always been the same. It's just progressed a little bit more, you know, now that there's more options out there. I really, really, really am into vintage stuff, vintage tees. I've been collecting them, like I said, you know, like since I was like 13, I have an older brother, he's three years older than me. And I remember he used to take me to the thrift store, like when I was in middle school and we were just cop like the silliest shirts that we could find, you know, like whatever it was, it didn't have to be like any sort of genre or anything. Um, so I think that a lot of my style is, you know, based on like vintage styles uh, over the decades, really heavy set on like music, um, you know, guys that I just grew up watching my entire life and kind of take a cues from that, like kind of even indirectly, like never trying to like mimic someone. I've never been like a, like a mannequin dresser, like, oh, that guy looks cool. I want to wear that. It's just kind of like, you kind of like take a cue from that style and then kind of adapt it into your own personal wardrobe, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Is uh, So you say you grew up skating. Is that where the, the sneaker started? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I was a sneaker kid when I was like, early 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 um you know i grew up in like the 90s which is like the heyday for basketball so i had like all the jordans when they came out for the first time you know and like my brother and i were just like geeking out on the sneaker releases and then that just kind of really kept moving forward sneaker collecting didn't really become big for me until around probably 2002 or three uh is when i really got into sneaker collecting um and then when it like tipped over the edge like when it got like so big for me was right around 2005. Um, I was in college, I was in Gainesville and there's a sneaker shop there called Fluid, shout out to Fluid. And uh, that's when SBs just hit the market. And I went in and I copped my first pair of Mork and Mindy's off the shelf. Like there was no resale back then. It was just, you know, like they just had SBs. You had to be a skate shop to buy them or you had to be a skate shop to be able to sell them. So. And I was still skating at the time. So like streetwear, skateboarding, Nike, like this all just clicked for me. Um, so I copped those. And then, man, after that, it was like I was buying every single drop as they came out for a good probably, I don't know. I moved to San Francisco in 2008 and I probably collected heavily until probably 2012. And then I kind of switched over to like more dad shoe style where a new balance, a six, that kind of thing, combat boots. I really like, but there was a heavy, like 10 years there where it was just like cop, 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 cop. Um, but it really all started with, with the SB, I think for me. So yeah, to answer your question. Yeah. Sorry with the skating, I guess. Yeah. Do you ever find your mama bears? Not my original mama bears. No, man, that is such a sad story. <laughs> it is a my sad buddy story. who was just in town was talking to me about that. Oh God. So quick story i had i kept all of those sbs i had i don't know probably I don't know, 30 something pairs maybe maybe more i don't even remember but i had them in these uh like vacuum sealed bags and i remember my parents were moving out of their house at the time they're cleaning everything out and i had them just like there in my old closet and i had like stuff that they were allowed to give away and stuff that they weren't allowed to give away to like their housekeeper at the time so she can give like her family and stuff and she misunderstood and just took everything she took <laughs> like insane like priceless sneakers i mean like dude i had like i said like the morgan mindy's the mama bears de la souls like mf dooms like all these insane sbs somewhere like skated through with like holes in the toe caps and like you know somewhere brand new but it's just more you know <laughs> it's just a bummer but at the end of the day I hope that she got them and like sold them and gave them to her kids and everyone's, I hope that there's some kid running around there in my old mama bears somewhere. 
Nice. So yeah, that was just, that was a sad day. All right. So what made you decide to open a small shop? My brother. My brother actually told me to do it. Um, uh, I was living in, I think I was in Connecticut at the time, and I was down visiting my parents, and I was working on my, I, have, I had a different company at the time. I was working on designs for that. And my brother uh, pulled up his Instagram. He's like, yeah, have you ever seen like these like Disney, like, you know, inspired clothing companies? I'm like, no, like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't know what Disney Graham was. That didn't exist yet. This is 2017. Um, and he's like, yeah, he's like, there's like all these companies out there. Um, all these companies being like three or four of them. He's like that, you know, they make like Disney stuff, but it's not Disney licensed. He's like, you should do that. He's like, you're right. I should do that. So we literally sat there at my parents, like kitchen counter. And I hashed out like probably 15 or so designs right then and there, like just sitting there on my computer. And he's like, yeah, that's it. That's going to hit. And he's like, what are you going to call it? I don't know. What do we call it? And he and I had an idea to do a Disney podcast, like a little bit before that. He, we were going to call it the hundred acre hood. And he's like, you should call it the hundred acre hood. It's like, I'll call it hundred acre hood. So I did all this work for it. And then I kind of put it on the back burner. Um, I went back to Connecticut and then I came down to Orlando. It was my brother-in-law's 30th birthday. And we went to the parks for it. And my brother's like, yeah, you should, uh, you know, put together some samples and like, see, see how it does. Um, see if you can make anything move. So I created an Instagram, wore a shirt the first day and just like went hard on the Instagram. Literally the first day that we, that we launched the company, I got my first sale. We were on the bus from uh, like Epcot to, to Hollywood studios. I was like, bro, we just sold the shirt. He's like, no way. I'm like, yes. He's like, yeah. Everyone's like, yeah. I'll send the love card and say, yeah. yeah. Like, you saw the shirt. Um, was that, that was uh, it. Emerson's yeah. dad? What's up? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. It was Emerson's dad? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mephi Hayden. Yeah, man. Shout out to Hayden, the homie. Crazy. Yeah. And that was it. I was like, oh, this is going to work. And, you know, like at the time, it was just a side project for me. Like, I wasn't really like looking to like, I thought, oh, this would be cool if like makes enough money, I could buy like an annual pass, you know what I mean? Like just like have it like be this fun Disney thing I do on the side. Um, I ended up moving back to San Francisco. I was working with some other companies out there. And then like, it just kept picking up and picking up and just snowballing. And it just became this thing that was so much bigger than me. Um, I was like, all right, well, I guess like I'm all in on this now. You know, we gotta, we gotta keep this train rolling, drop my other company. And uh, here I am four years later, it's still going strong having fun doing it so one of the most impressive things to me i mean the designs are dope and you know it's but the community you built i mean is, did, was that did that come as a surprise to you the the community you built it did for sure but it also didn't because i think that people find a way always you know you're always cool people are always going to find cool people and when i say cool i don't mean like oh he's so cool i mean like real recognized real type thing like people are going to meet up with someone uh, if they have the right platform to find them. And I'm really, really thankful and grateful that I was able to create a platform where people like you two were able to meet each other and like become homies just off of some clothing brand that you both like really messed with, you know? And I hear I mean, that all girlfriend. the time. And like that, I mean, my literally right. Yeah. Girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> and like, I can hear both you guys like such good friends of mine. And it's just so incredible how many amazing people and how many relationships I've made and have seen other people make and like, I, people will like DM me and be like, dude, like, you don't even know, like I've met this person, like through your company or like, this is now my best friend or like, dude, I'm engaged to this person. And like, it's just really, really, really cool to see that community be built. Um, and that's like, you know, honestly, that's what keeps me around as much as I love the designs of the Disney. It's just, I love the people that I met through it. So the follow-up for yeah. guys, when, when is hood coffee talk coming back? Man, when <laughs> I have some time. 
when I have some free time, I've been so busy with stuff. I got some other stuff going on right now. Been crazy with Hundred Acre Hood lately, but coffee talk I'd like to do soon. The idea of a podcast has like always been up there for me too. I've always wanted to do it, but I just I don't have the time or the resources to do the editing and stuff. You know what I mean? It's just a lot of work. Um, I know so a guy. You guys for getting it done. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a lot, man. <laughs> I know, I know it. Yeah. I know it because I love to do this. I love to just like sit back with the homies and chop it up about just like things that we all you know get down on. Yeah. Um, but coffee talk, hopefully soon, man. Hopefully all soon. Right. I gotta have some stuff to talk about. By the way, right by now. the way, doing a podcast, I really respect how it is for you to basically run a one hour live talking to people with comments scrolling up in the feed. That's, that's a difficult act. <laughs> yeah. But that's part of it. You know, it's like having something to talk about. So like you guys come correct. You have like all this outline, like things that we're kind of talking about and like ready to go on this platform. Um, so like sometimes, you know, it was really fun back in the day to come on, especially during COVID when everyone's working from home and like everyone just had like kind of like time to kill. Um, it was really fun to come on and just like, just talk about whatever's going on in the Disney world. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you walked through Disney World with your cowboy hat lately? You know, I haven't done that. It's so funny. I was thinking about that the other day. I was riding my bike through Disney World. It's like nobody stops you when you ride a bike. But when you come around with cowboy hat, just walking down the street, they're going to they're gonna jump on your back real quick. Well, that was, that so was such a ridiculous thing, man. It was ridiculous. They swarmed so hard on me. It's like, yo, I'm just talking to my friends. Like, what's like, relax. <laughs> I'm not going to get in trouble for that. Yeah. Do you mind doing anything wrong? Wait, so, what uh, happened? You got you got to tell a story now. Oh man! So I was walking <laughs> early early right, days so of COVID, was, early days of the lockdown, early days of lockdown. You know, Bryce, you know where I live. Like I'm super. I'm like right here in Disney World. Um, so I was walking through the backside over here by distribution, you know, by the cast member softball field. So I'm just walking around like I had a cowboy hat on, just like chilling, normal, regular, everyday shit. Doing a lot. Cowboy hat, this like vintage Disney Channel T-shirt on. And I was just like live streaming, just like talking to a few people. And then security rolled up on me and they're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, taking a walk. What are you doing? He's like, just, you know, making sure everything's okay. I'm like, yeah, it's all good. He leaves, comes back. Now there's two security guards, one on either side. They're like, hey, so this is private property. We're closed down right now. You got to get out of here. I'm like, all right, no problem. I'm going to head back that way. He's like, okay, why don't you just wait right here? Uh, we have some more people coming. I'm like, no, you asked me to leave. Like, I'm going to go. Like, there's no problem. You want me to go? I'm happy to go. So I start walking away. All of a sudden, there's just like, I don't even know. I think there's something like six, eight, ten security cars just come swarming in, literally lining up. There's like leaders and like all these people, like security detail, people in plain clothes, people in security clothes out here just like trying to get me to stop. One lady starts pulling out her camera and she's like asking me all these questions like, what's your name? I'm like, it doesn't matter my name. You ask me to leave, I'm leaving. That's it. No harm, no foul. I'm not doing anything wrong. And it just turned into this whole ordeal of just like, they're just like trying to apprehend me or just like get my name so they could trespass me. I don't know. Whatever it was, I wasn't doing anything wrong. On the just, live? This, oh, this is yeah. You're on this, the live? Yeah, this is all live. <laughs> everyone's like, "What is happening right now?" I'm like, kind of getting into it with this lady. She's like, you know, she's like being really, really rude to me, and I was like trying to be nice to them. Please but, tell me you <laughs> saved the live. No, I should have. Get <laughs> right after, it. and someone else said that they're like, "I really hope you saved that." I didn't. So Disney, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. I wasn't doing anything wrong. I was just taking a walk.
Um, I think they're, you know, there's like these dudes on YouTube that like break into the parks when they're closed. Yeah. Um, that kid, like Devin or whatever his name is, like he always breaks into the parks and like with the dirt bike. The kid with the dirt bike. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I think that they were worried that I was trying to do something like that, which I obviously would never do. So they're just trying to. Also, I think they're really bored. Like the parks were closed, mm-hmm. they had nothing going on that day. Yeah. Literally just like waiting for something like this to happen. But yeah, it's probably the most epic live I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Especially considering most of them are just like me sitting. Hey, in the so so all right. Next live cop is gonna be me going through same place <laughs> that Chad went to with the cowboy. <laughs> See if it happens. How, <laughs> it happens. how far can you get through distribution with a cowboy hat and your camera out? <laughs> if you can make it like half a mile, I'll give you like. $100. No, I'm kidding. Don't go do that. Do not go do that. I do not condone that behavior. All right. Well, uh, so what's what's up next for Hundred Acre Hood, man? More cut and sew. You got some new designs. What's what's yeah, what's man. Up? Uh, so I actually have a lot of stuff that just got shipped out here today. So we're working on getting that on a Monday, and then next week I got a really, 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 really dope drop. Um, so there's going to be new socks, two new tees. Uh, a new shorts design and a new sticker pack. Oh, nice. That's all really dope stuff. Um, and like typical fashion, like I'm super late to like get on it and like get all like the marketing done for it. So I got a full week of just like shooting all the products. I'm picking all the product up for that stuff tomorrow. I got one here, dude here printing one of them. I got the other stuff coming in from Arizona and then another dude downtown is printing another one. I just got the stickers in actually they're sitting right here. If you guys want to see, yeah. give you a sneak peek of some of the designs that are coming out. Well, I was going to tell you, I'm, I'm going to be in town if you need a plus size model. Ooh, <laughs> well, you're definitely getting hooked up regardless, but yeah, man, I, I got you. I'll hold on to your size for you. Um, so I'm doing <laughs> another piece with this design on it. This is one of my all time favorites. Yeah. The Roger Rabbit Rolls Royce. Um, we have these super cool looking like, really like 70s looking vintage style t-shirts with like the stripes on the sleeves uh, a little v-neck where are like those stickers that. or is that a deck of cards these are stickers looks like a deck of cards you should probably do that deck of cards. i'll print that on a deck of cards <laughs> <laughs> so that's going on one shirt design um i'll give you a little sneak peek of the shorts that we're doing so gym shorts and bike Chad, shorts you, yeah Chad, you need to do cards I, I should do cards. Well, that would be a great I have another cool product coming out really soon. Um, I don't know if I can tell you what it is yet, but it's coming out just in time for the character meet and greets. Oh, um, nice. So we got some Tower of Terror shorts coming out. This is the sticker for that. That's great. Socks are really, really dope. I teased them in my story a few days ago, I think over the weekend at Universal. Um, but that's a little teaser for the socks. Uh, black nice. and white. Yep. And then... Um, this is actually the design that's going on the back of that Roger Rabbit Rolls Royce joint. Uh, so this is just going to be printed on the back, that's but like black. Yeah, they're really dope. The all branding, I like it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then this one, I've been keeping a secret. This is just one of the silliest designs I've ever done in my life. So <laughs> I just ordered some overalls for this shoot. This is by far one of my favorites of all time. Oh, <laughs> oh snap. I do, I do remember you showing me that. Yeah. Remember this? Like yeah, years I ago, I did that, this yeah. one years ago, and I'm finally putting it to work. Nice. So pretty stoked for this drop. Um, and then the other stickers that we have in the sticker pack coming out. I think uh, we need a big poofy jacket with that. We do, bit. like the bubble down. <laughs> yeah. We got the record stickers now to ship out with records. Uh, we got cool. more fast pass stickers. 
got more monorail stickers. You know, I actually, I submitted a design for the orange monorail instead of the red one because we did red last time. I'm going to start doing limited edition each monorail color as we go so you can collect them all. Okay. Um, but I think we just pulled the artwork from the last time I ran them. So all good. Voodoo Rick. It's all good, bro. <laughs> Shout out Ace High Printing, my man Voodoo Rick. Been printing stickers for me for four years now. Nicest dude. He's printed ours too. Yeah. That's right, bro. And, and like back to like what you're talking about, you know, about like meeting people and finding a community in here. Like that's a perfect example of that. Rick is just the man. He's the homie now. Prints my stickers, prints all the homie stickers. He's a friend. Oh, yeah. So that's next. That's just next week's drop. Um, and then we got some stuff coming out the week after that. So now that the supply chain is finally coming back around and everything's finally getting back in, I'm finally able to get some more help in here, hire some new people, um, help me with the processing. We're slowly getting back to schedule drops every other week or so, and then eventually every week. Nice, nice. So stay tuned for a lot more designs. Excellent. Well, Chad, man, thanks for joining us this week. Really appreciate it. It's good catching up with you. It's been uh, it's been a while since our uh, beers at baseline, man. Yeah, it's so true, man. I mean, when was that? 2019. 2019. It's crazy. It's weird. Yep, man. But next weekend, right? Next weekend. All right. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Um, really appreciate the opportunity. Just always fun talking to you guys. Yep. Keep up the good work. I can't wait to see this air. All right, man. And so I uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review for us. Check out the YouTube. We are Kicks at the Castle. You can follow us on Instagram. Don't forget to use the hashtag Kicks at the Castle or tag us in your Disney Fit Picks. Chad, how can the people find you on social? 100 Acre Hood Co. is the Instagram. Uh, 100acrehood.com is the website. Hit me up. Nice. Uh, I'm John. You can find me on Instagram at Weekends with Walt. My homie Irv is on Instagram at Main Street Dad. And Matt, how can the listeners find you? Uh, you find me at the Disney Hype Beast or TDHB Shop. And if you guys want to save some money on my homie Chad's drop next week, you guys can use the code HYPE100. That's right. You know what? Let's give them something even better than that. Let's okay. do a uh, Kicks at the Castle exclusive. Let's throw down. What do we do? You guys want to give them 20% off? Oh, yeah. It's up to you, man. <laughs> 20% up. Uh, John, you name the code. What is it? Let's do hat box. Cowboy hat. Oh, cowboy hat. <laughs> cowboy <laughs> hat. Cowboy hat 20. It's cowboy hat 20. You get 20% off just for you guys uh, as a thank you for hanging out and listening to this. Listen to us talk and chop it up about Disney. All right, man. So that is uh, season two, episode 13. We're going to take a little break after this episode, but uh, a couple weeks off. we got some vacations, but we'll be back.